Welcome to the GBO Podcast, where we're talking Gamecock basketball only. Brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I am Bryce. Bryce, how you feeling today? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's, it's the Christmas episode of the GBO. It is the Christmas episode of the GBO. And, and you know what? It's, it's not going to be affected. Or it's not going to be bad because of, you know, Gamecock basketball. We won. We won. The men won. Men won. The women won. The women got a little dicey. Let's, let's went, go ahead and let's get, get into, into this it. off the bat. Like, uh, game, first of all, Gamecock women's basketball, well done. Just absolutely great game. Maybe the best atmosphere I have been to in a college basketball game at the Colonial Life Arena, definitely since COVID. It's been a couple of years. You know, I can't think of a better atmosphere I've been to. Well, I can only can think of one. Which one? So the, out of the 13,000 people that was at the women's game, yeah. I only can think of was when we beat um, UConn a few years back in 19 and broke the streak over UConn, and there was a, it was a sellout of 18,000. That was the only loudest, most raucous atmosphere. That was good. That was, yeah, that's that was the fun. only thing I can think of that was better. But somehow the Gamecocks won over Stanford. When you saw that first half, second quarter, you said you wouldn't have thought this. South Carolina wins 65-61. Over number two, Stanford. Let's get into the game. The game starts out, Sumter. All right, so starts out is great. Go down the court, quick bucket by Boston. Come back down, get a stop. Come back down the court, another quick bucket and by Boston. You, She's got four points. We're up four nothing. And you think, we're just going to blow these guys and out. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I want Boston to drop 40 on them. You, you know, just like, especially after especially after her missing that bunny in the Final Four game. You know, when, and they go on to win the national title last year. Like, I want Boston to just have a game. And then guess what happens? Stanford triple teams her every time she touches the ball. And I'm not, you're for not, the remainder you're not of the exaggerating. No, that, literally that, triple team. That literally happened. Yep. And she, I think she went to the half. No, no, she scored a couple of points. She got some, a few points. At, in, in the end of the second quarter, but she had four points for a very long time. Right. Like, she didn't score again, and our offense just went, no, like, like it might as well have been me driving the ball down the lane on on those girls. Like, like it was, it, it, because it, that would have been just as bad. Like, us at the end of the first quarter, we're down 21-13. Still reasonably close. You're like, slow start. We've seen occasional slow start for the ladies, right? Occasionally. R- rare, but still I would happens. actually say that this is the ladies' MO. Like, I, I think I've been saying it on the pod from time to time. Like, if you want to beat us. Hit us you, up early. You've got to hit us up early. And Stanford tried. I will give them that credit. They were amazing in that first half. And when it's when you're looking in the second quarter and we're down 36-18, thoughts and you're going through your head. I know a text that you got from me. What did my text say? We're in uh, trouble. Bryce goes, we're in trouble. <laughs> to which I said, hashtag analysis. Because like, yeah, we're in trouble. We're down 18. They've doubled our score. Uh, like They were dominant. Like their pick and roll and then their high pick for the three-point three shot yeah. for the, I think it was Hannah. By the way, last name, Jump. Great basketball last Great name. basketball name. When she was just hitting those threes. And I'm talking like, they were contested, but our ladies were going under the screen, which yeah. that gave them just that little bit of feet to hit the threes. And I was like, oh, man. And then between that and their pick and roll for easy layups, we were getting dominated in the second quarter. Our, uh, our favorite Gamecock reporter, David Collinger, 
Um, I can never say his name Klong- right. Klondiger. Yeah. Klondiger. That's probably good. I'm going to continue. I'm going to just call him DC, DC. From, uh, from the Post and Courier. I yep. uh, had a great tweet that was just ac- that was just uh, so accurate about that first half. What did he say? He's just like, it looks like Stockton Malone out there for, <laughs> for Stanford. Like every play, every play was just like a textbook pick and roll. Like if like if you run it like just a textbook pick and roll with a backdoor cut, just an easy layup. We would we would come down the court and we would just throw the ball around the perimeter while uh, either not shooting an open three, okay, or we get it into Boston and they'd steal it because they're triple teaming her, or we then drive into a double team, they'd steal the ball. Mm. We would not get a foul call, which. There was some mugging oh, going on. Oh, my goodness. There was some mugging. Yes. And uh, and and then they would just come down the court and just like three or four passes. And then, boom, some girl makes a backdoor cut and just has a, a wide open layup. This was the only time that I thought our team was lost all season. And, they looked lost in the second quarter. Not only did we look lost, but we were playing a team that I thought was on a level that was better than us. Um, Which is something you never thought you'd hear. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, sitting there, I'm sitting there in that first half lo- looking at this game and just like, Stanford is incredible. This, this team is incredible. How did they have two losses? That's I what I was saying. I do not know how they how they have two losses. Like, like how, how do they lose a basketball game? We found out how they lose basketball well, games. Well, there was a pattern. We'll get into that in yeah. a second. The pattern in the second half. But how about this? Would you? Let, I'm going to give you a little statement and you can tell me if you agree. Without destiny... Destiny Henderson, if she does not play, do we win that game? Absolutely not. <laughs> like <laughs> she had seven steals. <laughs> so you're, I, I love how you say, "Hang on, we're, let's get into the second half," and now you're jumping into the second half because I, I think she had some points in the first half. She did, but she did not look herself in the first half, and and our offense didn't look, look didn't look themselves in the first half. Uh, and part of it was we would make plays, and everybody would just be standing around watching it. And the other thing. And this is true. And I, this is probably the first time I have criticized, said something negative about this basketball team. What's that? In a while. In that first half, Stanford wanted it more. Oh, I agree. And Stanford they, wanted the it. Offensive rebounding, everything. They wanted it more. They wanted it more. All right. And and in the in that opening stretch that we did, in that opening stretch that we that, that we had, where we hung with them before. There's a period in the first half that, that where the first Stanford, four or five minutes we hang with them for the first four or five minutes, and then there's a moment in this in this first half where Stanford just decides we're just not going to miss a shot. They were shooting fifty two percent from two and fifty two percent from three. Yeah, and I looked up there at yeah. the percentages. Like like we're just not going to miss a shot, and we're just going to come down. Oh oh here okay yeah you worked really really hard on this possession and got yourself a bucket. Okay here's a three boom. Oh yeah we got a steal another three boom. And we were shooting in like the low twenties, and that's I mean yeah the percentages say it oh, right yeah. there. Oh yeah and uh, and they couldn't miss and just blew this lead open. But uh, but in those that run okay right we we took we, we took victoria saxon out right out of the four okay. and, uh we, we took her out and uh i think we put amma hair but in in mm-hmm. and then and we played uh rivers i think a little bit in that first half um and i don't think saxton played much in like the whole second quarter not right? the second. She played a lot more in the second half. Yeah, she played the whole second half. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, 
And um, and she and Destiny Littleton didn't play in the first half either, which made me mad because yep. we could have used a few three pointers. We could have, we could have, and um, Littleton and Saxton don't play. And now fast forward to the second half. So 28 at half, down fourteen, four sixteen, fourteen. If it's forty two twenty eight, that's that's fourteen. I can't count. Yeah, down fourteen. We're in danger zone. Oh, yeah. Oh, there were people on Twitter tweeting about uh, how this is Dawn Staley's the queen of making second half adjustments. We're going to win this game. Just wait and see. And I'm like, okay, I'll wait and see. But I do not see how we're stopping this team because they were amazing. Yes, they were making everything that they, that every shot they took, but also it seemed like half the shots they took were just the easiest shots. And like we were giving them anything they wanted. So started that second half. Started that second half. We run. We start Saxton and Littleton, right? And they wanted it, and that is why the run happened. This team didn't. This team played, and Stanford wanted it more, and they wanted it. Right? How many rebounds in this game did Victoria Saxton have? I want you to tell me. I know the answer. She had 10. She had 10. Now, without looking at that, how many of those were offensive rebounds? Six. Eight. That's dominant. Eight. She had eight offensive boards. On that run, there are a couple of possessions where where that the run that happens in the third quarter doesn't start. It, it like slowly gets going. Well, and there are a few couple, shots, but we had three or four extra chances. On there the are a couple of yeah. possessions in which Saxon keeps the ball alive. She was hustling. She was getting after the ball. And she wanted it more. And she made, by the way, a Coatsar eight foot jumper. In oh the of that my lane. God, that was awesome! So you saw that, yeah, yeah. Where where I did not want By her yourself, to shoot it. and you're like this. Oh, no, I don't know about that. And then it goes in. Oh yeah, it was fantastic. And Destiny Littleton hits one three, and 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 oh, and it was a beauty. It was she was kind of falling away a little bit, and that three then sparks the rally. And where Little she has like in, three steals and five possessions, and Little in was fired up. And she only hit. She only came in she and hit, hit that one, one three. Beautiful off a pick. Beautiful. The, 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 the two of them. Obviously, we do not win this game without Destiny Henderson's performance in the second half. But, um, like, I, I love Victoria Saxton, and just like she's dominant on rebounds. Just, just, and and I love watching her go after an offensive rebound. And she was fantastic in that second half. And I will say this: we well, we go on a twenty-two-seven. That was the third quarter, twenty-two to seven. Yeah, points to them, and it got so loud. And I'll say this: Stanford didn't call a timeout during that run until after believe, we take the lead. I cannot believe she didn't call a timeout. And I'm like this: even the announcers, after I watched the replay, were like, "Time to call a timeout." And and the Stanford bench is just sitting there quietly, like, "Nope, we ain't gonna call a timeout." I cannot believe she didn't call a timeout. But then Beal hits that three, and we go up 50 to 49, and finally, like, okay, let's take a timeout. Yeah. After that run, I'm like, when we're down, you know, 16 in the first half, down 14 at half, if I would have told you that we'd be leading at the end of the third quarter, you would not have believed it. You would have started laughing. No way. Would have started laughing. But I'll tell you what happens. Like, so we were down 15 when the run starts. Okay. And um, we hit a three. 
Littleton hit. No, no. Boston hits a three. Boston hit the three at the top of the key. Boston hits a three at the top of the key and and puts us down twelve. We get a stop. Come back down the court, and that's when Littleton hit her three to put it down nine. I mean, two possessions is a nine point game. It's amazing what just two big time shots can do. Henderson Henderson gets just a beautiful steal, and then and in in a span of like forty seconds, we go from being down fifteen to being down seven. Right, like, and and the, the I believe that the GBO Twitter uh, take on this was, folks. I think that the roof might be about to come off the Colonial Life Arena, and <laughs> I mean, I'm here to report it did. Like, like are you that saying place it was louder than at a men's game? <laughs> it was. I almost put this out on on the Twitter, but then I I thought better of myself. I almost said. The only way to describe what this crowd is like right now is like when the men play Kentucky, except that 75% of the people here aren't Kentucky fans. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that is, it, it was, this crowd was fantastic. And, uh, and also, we lose this game if we're in a neutral. If this oh, is, if we were it, away or neutral, we lose. I agree with that. If, if, if this was an NCAA tournament game, we lose. Yeah. You, you know, the, like, like we won this game because we were at home. And because... And, and how about and down shout this... Out, like, shout out to... Shout out to, like, just Gamecock Nation. And um, coming out for this game, December 21st. It's the holidays. You know, people With the holidays, people, people still came out. Pe- people the whole came lower out. bowl was full. It, it's, it, it, it was... It, I don't know what the numbers are for all of these games. It's the most people that have been at a, at a women's game this this season. It was bigger than Maryland. It was bigger than Clemson, and um, and it was louder than Maryland. It was louder than Clemson. Um, Dawn has built a program here, and it's fantastic. And how'd that happen? Winning by winning. I remember at a Connecticut game. Um, it was it was one of the Connecticut games that we lost. Um, I think Asia was still on the team, so this is like four or five years ago, maybe. Okay. But some Connecticut fans were in the seats next to mine, and um, and they were they like traveled with the Connecticut women's basketball. They have a good team. travel, yeah. yeah. Like like their thing. They were retired fans, and their thing is they just go to all Connecticut women's basketball games. Was what this couple did, and. They made a comment of it's amazing when we walk into an arena and see a fan base that fully supports women's basketball. Because everybody gives, like this is them talking, everybody gives us their best game. Oh, and everybody gives us their best turnout. And they're still putrid. You, you and know, that's what they we're, were saying. We're the only one, only college that has over 10,000 in attendance every yeah. year. And, uh, and... Like we've got a women's basketball program on our hands and there's a fan base and there's a following and it's wonderful and it's fun and it's exciting to be a part of. And, um, Oh, winning helps that too. Yeah. I mean like, and, and man, I, I want to go to more games like Tuesday night. That's for sure. So we win 65, 61, the big three, which I like to say Boston Henderson, and I'm gonna give Saxton the third because yeah. Saxton was dominant 18 <laughs> points for Boston. 18 and 11, double-double. She's a double-double machine. Yeah. Player of the year candidate. So, she was playing in this game against... I, I'm, I'm watching this game. You've been talking about this, about, like, player of the year. This first quarter is happening, and my stance on this is that she's been the best player in every game that she's, like, played in. Right. And we've been playing all the best teams. 
watching this game in the first quarter, I'm like, you know, Lexi Hall might be the player of the year. <laughs> she was really good in that first quarter. She had 14 points in the first quarter. And Boston went out for a lot of the second because yeah. she was tired. Yeah. They played her so much in the first. So, so Hull has 14 points in the first quarter. How many points did she finish with there? You looking at that box score. I believe it was 17. That's right. We held her to three points for the for, for the remaining three quarters. No big um, deal. Yeah. But speaking of Boston and player of the year, like, candidate, she won the best player in this game. Henderson, for sure. Hender, Destiny Henderson was the best player in this game. She was been off for what? She's been injured for three weeks since end of November, and she comes back with a seventeen point seven assist, seven steals, seven steals, and they were beautiful steals. Oh, beautiful! Like there was one where it, it was in the fourth quarter, so so we we take the lead, and then our momentum slows down a little bit. It becomes a. Like, we take the lead by the end of the third quarter, right? Yeah, we're up 50-49 into the yeah. third. And so, and then the fourth quarter just becomes number one playing number two again. You, you know, like, like right. I don't think either back team and led forth, by. Back and, more, not more than three. No, 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 totally. it, until, the, until the end. Right. Until we won by four. That was the most, that was the biggest the league got on either side um, for the remainder of the game. Because every time we went on the run, you think we're going to blow them out. Yeah, blow them out. And then we would, and then they and then would just make a couple of quick three. buckets. Yep. So, there was one moment. Where I think we were down two, and we had taken the lead. We had gotten up by like three. They come down. They get a couple of buckets. They then get the lead back, and they're up two. And is late in the game, about four minutes left in the game. Henderson's girl beats her, right? Wide open lane to the basket, and she steals. I I'm behind. I, I don't know. Do how not she did know it. how no. she did it without a foul. Without fouling the girl, I do not know to where the girl was going up for Stanford, and, and, and she just didn't have the didn't ball. Didn't have the ball. Yeah. Like it, it's it's maybe one of the best defensive plays I've ever seen a basketball player make at any level. Like, like it was like she was toying with this with this girl. Just she was like, ready to just come like, back and play. I'm, and I'm glad that they Dawn kept her out for long. She did to make sure she was fully healthy. Yeah, because we needed every minute that she played in this uh, in the in that second half. Um, I will never get tired of watching Destiny Henderson just face guard the opposing team's point guard all the way up the court just just she just just it doesn't matter how big the point guard they're all taller than she is you, you know and just just guard guard the girl she she just guards the girl on the inbound all the way up the court it's it's amazing and hey we go to 12 and 0 on the on the year i believe I need to see if we have one more. I think we're into SEC play. We have one more non-conference. That's against UConn in January. So we're done until SEC play. Right. We're, we're This is the last game of 2021, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we don't play again until the so conference we'll have, starts. So have a few days to rest. Man. Get ready. Women are on target what we thought they'd be. Correct? Oh, yeah. And they've... They had, no. This was the only game where it got dicey in that run. Um, so like we talked about this at the start of the year. We talked about this at the start of the year. I think I think after the UConn game, about just like when are we allowed to talk about this team not losing a game? Um, I obviously don't want to talk a lot about about that because this team is not playing their best basketball. That's the other like wild thing about this. Like, oh, they're not playing their best. They're not playing their best. They just have seven top twenty five wins. Yeah, yeah. It just they put they that beat, stat up on ESPN. They, they beat the number two team in the nation twice, <laughs> and, and a beat, number five team, and a number five team. Who's gotten better? 
<laughs> and the number four team. Yeah, they have potentially beaten number nine team. Like I'm just going to go out here on record. Okay. Okay. All right. That in the out of conference season, South Carolina Gamecocks have beaten fifty percent of the teams that will make the Final Four. Potentially, true. A hundred percent of the teams that will make the Final Four, other than themselves. Would you be surprised if the Final Four for women's college basketball included is, three opponents that is we the already University beat? of South Carolina, Stanford, NC State, and Maryland? Would that surprise you? Nope, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And I, I bet you two of those three are going to be there. But what's going to be scary is when UConn comes back somewhat healthy at the end of the year. So what's the like word on? What's the word on Becker? Page is back at the end of January, and is, we play her the week. The last week in January. Oh, man. But think about that. If they come back with her, just her alone, that's going to be a scary three or four seed. Imagine having UConn in your bracket as a three or four. God. So they're scary if they get back to somewhat healthy. I do not want to play Paige Beckers before the Final Four. If we're the top seed, I would assume they would would not be in our bracket. But they might do it for the television. I just hope Stanford is on the other side. I think we saw a team that we could play. Stanford's the, the best team in the country. Like outside of South me, Carolina. Excuse, wow, how pardon dare Pardon me. How pardon me. Pardon me. Uh, uh, the University of South Carolina is unanimously right now the best team in the country. Of the rest of the teams in college basketball, Stanford is a cut above everybody else. All right, that's a better way to say it. Stan- Stanford's the only team that that I was afraid of them being better than us when we played Maryland. We were playing badly. Maryland wasn't like we, we struggled in the Maryland. And we didn't game have a point guard because of us, and we didn't have Henderson, and because we were struggling with the ball, you know. And um, but but Stanford's the only team that I was watching parts of the game, and I'm like, okay, this team is better than us, and they were that first half, and you know, like we're gonna play again, and we were lucky that game was at home. Correct. Like we lucked out. We lucked out. And we need to be ready to play them because I'll tell you what, those those whole girls are going to keep making three-pointers. They're not going to cool off. I wish we had their pick-and-roll game. Oh, my God. It's just a thing of beauty. It's just a thing of beauty. But you know what? I'll take, I'll take the team we got. <laughs> no big deal. Ladies still number one, 12-0. Things are good. Things are good. Good Christmas gift for us, right? It's, it's fun to pull for a winner. We, uh, and the University of South Carolina, we're a women's basketball school right now. I tell everybody I talk to. That, that, that is hey, what we are. South Carolina fan, women's basketball. Women's school. basketball school. We're not a men's basketball school. And we're and we're currently and and I guess that's the only sports we're allowed to talk about on the pod. That's correct. But uh, but the uh, the GFO, you, you know, like people wherever they are, yeah, th- they potentially might agree with us. Fair. Yeah. All right. Let's jump to the men. All right. What the men do. So they scored another hundy, yeah, which is rare on a Frank Martin team. <laughs> it is, but hey, See, we're if, normally. If we I, sc- I believe that Frank Martin has allowed teams to score a hundred on on his teams more than we've scored a hundred on other teams. Just like the, if you think about it, da 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 Sorry about that, Break, everybody. Breaking news: Yeah, <laughs> South Carolina scores one hundred and five points when one hundred five to seventy five over Army. I guess it'd be nice just to play Allen. An army all the time just you know, to get her confidence up. We could probably do that. We could probably do that. What would our strength probably... of schedule be there? <laughs> it would be low. It would be low. We would, it, would, it, would, it would not be good. 
but just uh, but but we could do that. But if you won all of the games, problem is we'd we'd find a way to lose one. So the men are nine and three on the year, one hundred five seventy five. What stood out in this game to you? I have something that stands out to me. Go ahead and hit me with it, Chico Carter. We thought you know maybe just because of the COVID outs and the injuries that he was playing a little bit more, but he had a great game against Clemson. What did he have? Twenty one against Clemson. Yep. And he just follows that up with a no big deal. 20. 20 points. Yeah. And he was, he has that, I'm going to say this, I think this is his shot. He has that eight foot driving floater locked down. Also, guess what he did? That we've been, ever since we reported his three point percentage. He makes three pointers. On the, uh, three for three from the line. No big deal. From behind the arc. The long line. Yeah. The, the long line. Yep. I'm, he, and I, don't get me wrong. Let's see what happens against SEC play and see if you can keep that up. But he is making just buckets. Yeah. Him and Devin Carter, those are those players of the game, I think 22 and 20. Devin Carter, glad to have him back after COVID took him out for the Clemson game. We would we might have had a chance to win against Clemson with Devin Carter. Maybe. I don't know. Like, we were missing so many people in the Clemson game. Um, it, it, it was. Do you know what I like about Devin Carter? Five of six from the free throw line. Love a good made free throw. But I, I think we need to mention this. Eric Stevenson hasn't missed a free throw all year. That is that true? That is true. I saw it on Twitter and I confirmed it on the site. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to roll with you saying that that is true without fact checking you here. If you get us yelled at by, uh, by somebody out there on Twitter for reporting an unbelievable statistic uh like that that is that is not correct for for a frank martin team i that that's amazing i didn't believe it i I don't believe it it. i do not believe it i i believe that i would like everybody listening right now to know that i believe that bryce is wrong right now 26 of 26 (laughs) that's amazing now i i do believe in jinxes so i hope yeah, I hope that doesn't cost us. But I'm just telling he, you, he even makes the ones that don't count. He should be 27 for 27. He had they, one of the free yeah. throws literally taken away. Taken from away him. from him. Yeah, that's right. That'd have been funny if the, if he had missed that one. That'd have been great for the stat. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, that's just the stat of the day. Stat of the week. Eric Stevenson hasn't missed a free throw. Anyway, is, Eric Stevenson continues to just boggle my mind as a basketball player. He. He he can play just the most amazing defense. He does things like shoots his free throws well. He can start the year two of twenty two from the floor. Yeah, and and then uh, and then just like like get hot. I just the, the we're obviously doing the SEC preview next uh, week. Next week probably, but um, I just cannot wait. I cannot wait for him to be, for us to be playing one of these ranked teams on the road. And Eric Stevenson start to cook. How much would you hate Eric Stevenson if he on was on an opposing school? If, if he was on an opposing school that went off, and he was like, and and at some point in the second half, he's like five of seven from three, and you're just and you're just and he just keeps hitting them. I would say some bad words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would, you would, you would make fun of his family probably. I'm really good at that. Yeah. Would would, would he I am know? A great heckler. Would would he know that he was a loser? I would let him know clearly that he is a loser, but we don't have to say that here. Yeah, yeah. He's on our team. We that's have to worry right. About that's that. right. But uh, but 
but I just cannot wait for, for us to be. That is my, I have like lots of dreams for this season with this Carolina men's basketball team. Okay. One of like the smaller dreams is just to watch Eric Stevenson cook against Auburn or Tennessee or on the road, you, you know, and steal a game from a fan base that's just going to be so mad at Eric Stevenson going five for seven from three on him. But he also can have a game where he misses 10 Oh, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. We might We're, say some bad words. Yeah, yeah but, but see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. On the road in the SEC, if, if, we, get, if, if, if we get good Stevenson in half of those games, I'll take it. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can lose some SEC games. You don't have to win them all. All right. What bothered you? I have a modern exterminating. We know what bugs you. I know that you have one. I have one that bothered me this game. Go ahead and let's go ahead and give, get it. Keyshawn Bryant is not playing well. Yeah. He's either getting the ball stolen from him on the drive, which occasionally happens, but he doesn't, I don't know if he's not all the way there focused. What do you think it is? He's just not the guy. Don't get me wrong. He made a few jumpers and he even made a rare Keyshawn Bryant three, which I went on Twitter and said, Keyshawn Bryant has hit a three pointer, but Keyshawn Bryant only eight points fouls out. So, Maybe that's just me. Did that is Keyshawn Bryant's play bothering you? It's not bothering me. We need him to be better, especially in SEC play. We need to be him to be a dominant leading force. Well, how many games have we played? We we're nine and three now, so that's twelve games. He's only played in seven. No, less than that. He missed the first five games of the year. Okay, so nine and three is twelve games. 12 I can't minus, count. Twelve minus five is seven. You're doing great. Uh, uh, some, some may say that you're a teacher. Yeah, there we go. Wow. Uh, so he's played in seven games. Right. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> My bad counting ruined the yeah. podcast. It, it, that, that, that is addition and subtraction. That's more than counting there, bud. Uh, so um, he's he's only played in seven games. I think he's still feel, figuring it out. He's got a, he's got a joke. So are you telling me not? Are you telling me not team. to worry? No, no, no. I'm worried about it. I, uh, I think part of the problem is the rotation. Well, that's, I don't think, I think we've said that a few ta- few times. Frank's rotations, sometimes, I'm, I'm going to say this, don't make sense. I realize he fouled out, but, uh, but also like 13 minutes. He fouled out after 13 minutes. We need him playing 30 minutes a game. Yeah. And, but with the Frank Martin team, it's rare for a guy to go over 30 minutes. Yeah. I bet Unless you we'll half see. the team's out with COVID. <laughs> I mean, no one went over 30 minutes in this game. <laughs> uh, I bet you, you will start to see some guys, the, the guys on this team that Frank likes, go over 30 minutes. I bet you Stevenson will go over 30 minutes uh, in SEC play. I bet you Devin Carter will start playing a lot. He needs to be. Yeah. Would you say right now Devin Carter is our best freshman? Yes. Hands down. He, he's our... How about top new player to the team, including transfers? Maybe. Maybe. I'd but, take him right now over Stevenson. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm more excited about him. Like, like best player or guy that I'm more excited about? Excited I'm, about. I'm very excited about Devin Carter. Uh, Devin Carter's ceiling for... Devin Carter's ceiling for the Gamecocks is much higher than Eric Stevenson's. I agree with that. Ceiling for... Like, Eric Stevenson is who Eric Stevenson is. And that is a streaky basketball player that makes his free throws and plays good defense. That's yes. a it's a guy you want on a basketball team. But you Devin Carter, his ceiling is being a star. His ceiling is being the best player on the Gamecocks 
in in his future with this team. Here's a question for you. Let's see if you have the answer. Sure. What does Devin Carter and Eric Stevenson do that makes me so happy? Other than making free throws? Oh, no, that's it. Yeah. Making free throws. (laughs) Because on our team, I think we've been in the back half or even one of the worst teams in free throw shooting almost every year under Frank Martin. It's just great to have people go to the line going, you know what? It's not going to be a gift to make more than – because, you know, when other players go to the line, I don't know about you, my expectation is if they make one out of two – that's our expectation. But when they go to the line, it actually gets me mad if they don't make two. No. So um, in this game, in this game, the Gamecocks were. Uh, um, this is really this is a funny stat. So um, Devin Carter was five for six. Eric Stevenson was four for four. So that's that's uh, nine for ten. Yep. Uh, Chico Carter was three for three from the line. So that is twelve for thirteen. So that's and we we're shot looking at like we're looking at like ninety three percent. But then our rest of our team comes in there and says, you know what? Let's yeah. miss some seventy one percent on the game, fifteen <laughs> to twenty one. Yeah, uh, uh, the rest of the team was was not good. The rest of the team only made three total free throws. Well, that's because not a lot of our guys drive or get fouled shooting. Yeah, that's clear. Yeah. And I also want to mention. We really need Kuznar didn't play, but I was okay with that because he needs to rest from his injuries. And then AJ Wilson's out. I'm just hoping and praying we have them back for Auburn. We really need them. Got to have a full. Got if if we don't have a full team for Auburn, we're in trouble. If we don't have a full team when we start SEC play, and I don't want to hear excuses of the year. We need to win, and I, I get it that injuries happen, but we need a full roster so we can fully judge this season. Yes, and yes. SEC play. Yes, and so it, because here's the thing: we're currently nine and three. If we beat South Carolina State, we're ten and three, which and that's is where, where that's where, where I wanted them to be. It's where we said was I wouldn't a good have thought spot the losses be. that we had and the wins the, that we the, had. The, the, the losses make me a little upset, but but we're but we're just gonna. I, I've gotten into that on the pod a few times. We're not gonna worry about that. But we're we're nine and three. We're where we need to be. Um, and in Kim Palm. We are 103. I'm sorry. No, we're in, in the net, we're 103. In Kimpom, we're 95. So around 100, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. We, 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 right we, we popped up about 10 spots in Kimpom. Yep. If we, uh, you know, if we get this team healthy, like, or if we could if we could somehow beat Auburn, you, you know, like, on the 4th, on January 4th, like, it's a big, there would be some serious momentum for this team. And we need to finish probably, what, in the top 50? Top sixty in the net in Kimpom to be in the ballpark for NCAA. I, I, I guess so. I, I I don't. We need to win twenty basketball games. That's what we need to do at minimum. What this team needs to do is win twenty basketball games. That is South Carolina State and ten and eight. And if they can do that, we will talk about the tournament. If they can win eleven or twelve, they will be in the tournament. That's that's where we are. And so and so the the, the number to think about is twenty. We need to get to 20 and see how far over 20 we can get. And we'll get right. into more on that in our SEC yeah. preview, but that's our goal. And so far on track, even though a few weird losses, it would few be unexpected it wins. Would, it would be helpful to have 10 or 11 wins right now instead of only nine. If we were, yeah, I agree, but we don't want to live in what if, what if world. How about that? Just, I'm just, I'm, I, I wasn't what ifing. I was just saying it would be helpful. I, I, I absolutely, we can absolutely criticize the past of this season. All right. How about this? I do want to give you your segment, which is the modern exterminating. We know what bugs you or what's bugging you this week. So I've got one that's bugging me and this is going to be for, uh, is this a hot take? No, this isn't a hot take. Okay. Uh, 
but I imagine that there are some other fans out there that are bugging me. So the construction that's going on at the Colonial Life Arena, okay? And more so, I actually don't think it's construction on the Colonial Life Arena. I believe it's construction going on behind the Colonial Life Arena. Okay, yeah, they're opening the, they're making a bridge there. It used to be not a, a way to go. Yeah, they're huge. Now yeah. they're opening it where you can all get the huge from there, which will be great. It's going to be great. For flow of traffic. Great. Yes. Uh, however, where the construction is, there is an exit on the... An entrance. Th- there's an entrance, yeah. The, one of the gates that you could go into, right, all right, um, is closed. A lot of steps to get up there. Yeah, but... And so, <laughs> yes, lot, it is a lot of steps. For a, but, but leaving, it's quite nice. Especially with the open, you, the new parking lot they you, have out there. With the new parking lot they have out there, like, getting out, walking out... This exit is now closed. And leaving the Colonial Life Arena is a massive pain now it's I not a pain for the men's games is it is it? not a pain for men's games it's, it's not so a pain you're talking just the women games yeah, yeah. It, it's a uh, men's this, games is a nice brisk you got this big open hallway where, where no, no one like it's 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 delightful leaving a men's game but uh but but just we were standing it is it, borderline a fire hazard like th- there are a lot of people leaving this game that just couldn't move I had and, to sit in my seat until it cleared out. Yeah, and, and we would have been going down this exit. And that's what's bugging me. Which, construction? I will say this about game Or crowds? Uh, no, just the, the... Everything. Not coordinating the construction to where you couldn't keep that exit open. We'll just blame Rave Tanner. Sure. <laughs> but that's how little Gamecock basketball is bugging me. Bryce, because uh, you just have to talk about construction. Yeah, the, uh, we, we just we needed to do the bit for our sponsors, Modern Exterminating. You know what a great sponsor. Yeah, uh, what a great pest control. You know, do you have bugs running around your house? I haven't seen one in a while. I haven't seen one in a while. In and my if house I do, either. they're dead. That's right. And my cat wants to play with it. That's <laughs> that is that is exactly what's happening in my house too. Okay. From our ex- exterminating needs. You got any termites? So, uh, uh, no termites. Give a, listeners out there, give Modern Exterminating a call if you're looking for a pest control company. Tell them you listen to the GBO. They might do something for you. Well, I think we'll be talking with Glenn about getting a, um, you know, maybe a little code. You give them a little GBO, yeah. you might get a discount. We'll see. We're working on that for the SEC conference schedule. That's right. That's right. But, uh, but anyway, that's what's bugging me. Now, I do have a question for you. All right. What you got? Um, you know what today is? It's the 23rd. It's December 23rd. Do you know what that means? It's one of my best friend's birthdays. Okay. Happy birthday to Mike. Or to, to Bryce's I'm, best friend. It is my best friend, Mike. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mike. Faithful listener to the GBO pod. Uh, friend of the pod, Mike Anderson. Are we allowed to say that? Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. Twitter All right, might so, come after him so, from I, Raleigh, North Carolina. Well, that's where he's living now. Happy birthday, Mike. But but that, that well... I also love Mike Anderson. That was not what I was getting at. Great bringing up just that you love him. That's great. He'll December, love that. D- December 23rd. What is December 23rd? Is it a holiday? Isn't it Festivus? Festivus from Seinfeld. Yeah, it's Festivus, right? And what do you do during Festivus? Well, don't you air grievances? That's what George Costanza would say. Bryce, do you have any grievances towards... Now this is Gamecock basketball only. Well, I have a lot so they, of a lot of grievances. Yeah, but, but <laughs> <laughs> I've been I have been known to complain once or twice. <laughs> once or twice, yes. But so so, 
Gamecock basketball only specific grievances. You have any that you feel you need to air here on the pod? It's really sad how our men's attendance can dip under 2,000 a game. And for the Allen game, oh under 200 people. It's so bad. It's just eye-opening. When you go to a women's game, you have 13,000 plus, even when they're playing non-ranked teams. And you go to a men's game, and it's like going to a Spring Valley High School gym in attendance. Or it, maybe even the Dreer Blue Devils. It has not been. The attendance has not been this bad. Since Darren Horn? Since Darren Horn. You took the words right out of my mouth. Since we could catch a few t-shirts and That's stuff. That's right. I'm t- oh, you know what else is my grievances? <laughs> is I'm sick and tired of 50-cent rally towels. Yes, yes. That, the, the, that this the, is all Ray Tanner. This the, is all Ray Tanner, che- and I'm so upset about it. And the it. cheerleaders don't have the arm to get it past the 10th row. If, if you do not want, if you are out there and do not want to listen to us complain... Just, anymore just drop off we're this is nothing but nonsense here from from here on out it's no, nonsense that makes sense no, nothing but grievances that's excuse right excuse me we we got nothing but grievances best of us coming. for the rest of us but uh bryce and i are known uh to love a good free t-shirt from the t-shirt toss you know they're worth 10 bucks and in the darren horn era there was there was a cheerleader who had a good arm on him. He knew who we were. We'd point him out to him. Well, it was because during the t-shirt toss, we would stand. And we would be of like, tid people. It it would get bleak for the cheerleaders. We were the few people that were literally going crazy of, give me a dang t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. And it would get really bleak for the cheerleaders sometimes because they would have to go find pockets of the crowd that were excited. Is it even worth throwing it into a crowd of empty seats? And And so Bryce and I would get up and yell. And this one cheerleader... Literally every game, I got you. That's he would what he'd come, say. he would point right at us, and he would throw it, and 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 it became a cult following. Everybody out out there, uh, Bryce just hit the microphone. And I it's suffered the, that. It's the it's the happiest I've been in a, in doing this. Let's pod. move on. Uh, but that cheerleader would hit us. Yeah, and, and we drop. T-shirts. I'd have a few drops, but oh, or yeah. I would fall down a few rows to make sure I caught it. Yeah, and they were the they were. It was so fun because they were just the most bizarre t-shirts, like. There was. They went through a run. Ooh, where what about just, our matching Frank shirts? Yeah, it was just a shirt that just said Frank with an exclamation mark on it. It did not have. It it, it had Gamecock colors. No other identifying just Gamecock Frank. information. Do you still have that shirt? It's it's, I it's have buried mine. in a box. Somewhere. I want you to bring that out. We need to bring that out for a game this year. I will say this. I will say this. If two conditions need to happen. Okay. Okay. All right. So first of all. If Frank Martin is the coach of the Carolina men's basketball team next season, okay, which I am, if he makes the tournament, he which, will be. We, uh, well, so that's our standard. We are not Ray Tanner. Um, <laughs> that's a different podcast. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> or is it a different grievance? Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, but so, uh, but but. If he is the coach because we went to the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. I will I will do everything in my power to find I do not know if I still have it, but I will look in every drawer and container that has clothing in it in my house. Okay. Looking for the Frank shirt, and I will wear a matching Frank shirt with you at some point in time. But in order for me to do that, what are the two things? We we have to well just one thing. We have to make the NCAA tournament. And you need to find the shirt. And I need to find the shirt. Okay, but but we are not doing this. I'm, I'm not this. This team needs to make the NCAA tourney. I will get back on the Frank bandwagon. 
Okay, then. Yeah. So if we had to rate our grievances, I put Ray Tanner at number three. Just Ray Tanner existing. Ray, just it, Ray Tanner and his <laughs> whatever he does. Number three. All right. Number two is rally rally towels instead of t-shirts. Okay. And number one is the sadness around men's crowds at games. How about it's, that? Those are my top three grievances. It's so sad. And, and here's the funny thing: like the team is not bad. It like. I'm not saying the team is good. We've had some bad losses. We've had some good wins. Yeah, but the team the team is not bad, and um, I'm I'm gonna actually say they're maybe a little bit better than they than I thought they would be. They're definitely better than I thought we would be. That's definitely at true. this point today. Uh, just they are yes, they are better than I thought they would be. But the other thing about this team is that um, is that like they're not Frank's worst team. Frank has had much worse basketball teams. Oh, agreed. You know, and and so like we need to be grateful for what we have right now, right? You, is that what you're saying? <laughs> this is Festivus. We are not being grateful for what we have right now. Okay, <laughs> we're just okay with it. I, I I I'm I'm not even okay with it. I'm I'm still. If we had beaten Coastal, I'd is, be okay with it. Is how many times? That's is, my grievance. Is, is, That's is, my grievance how many out times there. For are we gonna bring up Coastal? Year, as many think. times as I want, as many times as I want, because no matter what this team does, no matter what this team does, we're still the college basketball team that can't beat Coastal. We are the team that we thought we were. It's exactly right. And that's a team that's fully capable of not trying against Coastal Carolina because our coach doesn't get the team up for the game and is cool with losing. That's true. But he, that's but, why we but, lost the coastal game. Now I'm getting not, now I'm getting upset. You're getting a little upset. Let's <laughs> let's just keep it positive, which is tough sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, do I? I need to do like a feats of strength or something here to, to serenity celebrate. now. Yeah. Just say serenity, serenity now. now. Serenity now. <laughs> All right, we've hit 45 minutes. This is our longest pod yeah, of the year. But yeah. hey, we only had two basketball games to do, and this is the longest hey, pod of the year. And this is the second pod that we'll have this week. But then we're taking a little break for the holidays. We'll be getting back together right before, after the SC State game and a preview yeah. of the SEC play. And, um, yeah, and so it'll probably be – that'll probably come at you Sunday, Sunday night. It'll post Sunday night, January 2nd. Something like that. Yeah. Get ready. For, uh, just so you can have something to listen to, to get you excited about that Auburn game. January 4th. Hey, 45 minutes to listen to us. Yeah. There could be worse podcasts to listen to, I think. The, absolutely. So uh, so this is the GBO Pod signing off for 2021. We're wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. And a Happy Holidays. And a, a happy, happy New Year. A Happy New Year. And uh, wherever you are, safe travels. Hope you get there and back safely. And to all, go Gamecocks. That's right. Go Cox. Later, guys. <laughs>